Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you. On a Wednesday morning, thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our service men and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie. Brupolo is in French camp. That would be a little weird. French roast, French camp. You put it. Huh? Huh? You put it right there by the council house cafe. Be great. I don't think. Have you ever been there, by the way? Have I ever been to French camp? To the council house. Well, I've French never been camp. to French camp, so no, I've never been to the council house. We need to go to lunch there one day. How far away is that? From me, probably like you know, 25, 30 minutes. So for me, like an hour. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's off the Natchez Trace. Hold on. Um, but so if I just Google Starkville to French Camp, I'm I'll get an idea. Yeah, I mean it's in it's in Choctaw County, so forty eight minutes. You would enjoy the lunch. It's very good. Okay. You know what? I mean, I'm willing to travel. Yeah, you would enjoy it. We'll give it a try. Between now and then, though, if you need you need Strange Brew Coffee, it's just a click away. StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com. That's the place to find it. Whatever kind of coffee machines on the front counter, we got you covered at StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com. Also, big news for our Tupelo listeners. You know, we always say it would be weird if Brupolo was somewhere else. But this Thursday, so tomorrow, Stranger Appreciation Day at Brupolo, 50% off your drinks, 20% off your merchandise and baked goods. All day at Tupelo, at Brupolo. The online code is BREWDAY, all one word, B-R-E-U-D-A-Y, one word. So enjoy a Stranger Appreciation Day at Brupolo on Thursday. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. It's not just clothes, although they have an incredible selection of polos, T-shirts, baseball caps, uh, sweatshirts, everything, hoodies. But they've also got the stuff for your car, for your house, for your tailgate, whatever you need to let people know that you're a Mississippi State Bulldog. Two locations in the Jackson area, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is Starkville's flagship restaurant. That's where the best lunch in town, the best dinner in town, and the best Sunday brunch in town can be found. This uh, this football season, if I can hold on, to my my two-game lead over Robbie Falk. I know it's early, but I'm already thinking about the crawfish dip and the steak and the stuffed pancakes I'm going to make him pay for when we go out to dinner on his dime at Restaurant Tyler. So 
if you if you have a special occasion coming up, or hey, as I say many times, it is a special occasion when you dine at restaurant Tyler. I feel I feel like I like I, I lost last year when I won. Yeah. I mean, Uno Mas was fantastic, but I wanted to go to restaurant Tyler that night and it was closed. I just want to point something out before because I think people are going to get mad at me. I said we could wait. I said, look, we'll just pay. For, I don't, you know, we'll just split the bill here and I'll get the next. I'll get it. But you were adamant that we just go ahead and get it done. Don't, don't be blaming me. We'll find, we'll find a way. But I mean, this guy right here. When's your birthday? Uh, June 2nd. It's already come and gone, so that's no good to me. I'll, I'm going to take you out to dinner one night just because just, just you, 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 you've made me upset. I'm not blaming you for I, it. I feel blamed. I feel attacked. I was the one who set the day. Yeah. And it just happened to be on a day where Restaurant Tyler was closed. Yeah. I'm just saying, I was, I'm a little annoyed that we didn't get to go that night. We'll go another time. I promise. And I'll pay. But you're going to pay for this. We're going to owe each other a meal, basically. So. All right. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They are here to serve you guys. Banking within your community, just as important as shopping locally, eating locally, all the stuff we talk about all the time here on this podcast. So if you haven't already and you're in central Mississippi, go to your new, your nearest Priority One bank and find out what that relationship is going to be like. If you're a Priority One bank customer, you know about their app. It's a lot more than just moving your money around. It's a smooth, streamlined app that allows you to do a lot of great things for your finances right there on your mobile device. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. It's Rumblings Day. I'm sure all of these questions will be just fine. I'm sure I'm I'm positive we won't have any kind of any kind of <laughs> okay. Let's just start right off. Let's, let's just get into them, huh? What do you say? You know what? Our first question is actually a really fun question from our good friend Dalton Lee. I mentioned this question on Sports Talk Mississippi yesterday. That's how intrigued I am by it. My father-in-law is in a fantasy football league with Mark Keenum and other staffers. Unfortunately, there is no punishment for last place. What would be a great but non-incriminating punishment for the president of our university? First off, Mark Keenum's like, doing fantasy football? I just love the idea of Mark Keenum being in the draft and it's going, you know, bleep, I can't believe I didn't get, you know, bleep, how are you going to snake him? I, just, I love the idea of that. I love the <laughs> idea of Keenum just losing it because somebody got the kicker that he wanted. Well, Jimmy, this week, I think I'm going to take you to the woodshed. I'm going to take you behind the woodshed, and I'm going to show you that it's not just maroon that all that matters. It's this ass-whipping I'm going to give you. So, I love that idea. My first thought, Robbie, was we should have to make him do the rumblings. Yes. Imagine Dr. Keenum on here telling us how his how he makes a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's what I. That's what people want. That's what the people want. So what's, what would be a good one? Let's keep him here in town. He doesn't have to go out of town to do it. The other idea I had was this. Tell me what you think. He is always so buttoned up, right? He's always got the maroon blazer on and the tie, and that hair is perfectly coiffed. Yep. I think he should have to do a press conference in jeans and a T-shirt with his hair sort of sort of must, must up. Like, if like asks, let him borrow like, like yeah. let him borrow one of Steve's like band T-shirts, like a – like the like the Colts or something. Boys. <laughs> I'm just a big fan of smooth up in you. What can I say? 
I just the idea of that is hilarious. And like yeah. and he can't if anybody asks him, like, Dr. Keenum, why are you dressed that way? It's just casual Tuesday here at Mississippi State. I'm just, you know. <laughs> that's what that's what I, I that those are do you have a, another idea uh, some people were like throwing out the waffle house idea but like i don't know man i don't know i want to see him i wanted to see him do the swag surf again like he did last year at the georgia game that would be good that's not a punishment though. that was fun that was excellent yeah. well we'll think it's been a punishment for him yeah no, i don't think it was i think he wanted to be out there all right so i don't know what's going on here but we got a lot of questions where you guys didn't lock up your uh your, your thing so we're, we're moving on Come on, guys! I had so many people sending me messages. With, I, like, what? What's happened? I don't know what's going. Everybody's on. starting to. Everybody's starting to come a little out of whack here. You people, this season is are sitting here. You're complaining about up. Zach Arnett having things squared away. Get yourself squared away. All right, take care of your own business first. All right, Reese Pavet says, "Are burnt ends better with a pork belly or a chuck roast?" I say pork belly. Pork belly burnt ends are some of the best things you'll ever eat. I don't know if I've had the chuck roast. I think like the only thing kinda, I've had is pork belly. They're the kind of like the poor man's burnt ends, right? If you don't want to go through the trouble of making a brisket, you can do a chuck roast. It's a little cheaper. And it, you get sort of the same thing. And I, li- I like them. They're good. But pork belly burnt ends are better, in my opinion. The mixture of like the fat yeah, just, and the meat. It's crazy. And the, you know, the caramelized portion of it oh my goodness it's so good. my mouth's watering right now i'm gonna have to go get a pork belly if they're selling them at uh at kroger this week uh do we know how an offensive line that is pass protected for three years and has four returning starters redresses this bad is it the scheme is it the line coach it's honestly baffling how bad they look so far well i mean the scheme is part of it because they, they were they had a different scheme last year and the, maybe the wide splits kind of hid some of their issues a little bit i don't i don't know if that's the case or not but I mean, we go back to Cole Kublik, and he got he took a lot of heat from Mississippi State fans saying he had questions about this offensive line. Three games in, it looks like his questions were justified. Yeah, we were. I mean, we're wrong about that. I, I don't think there's any question. Um, we we should have we should we should have put a lot more emphasis on that. I just thought with the guys that they had being veterans and having a background in being road graders and all that, I thought that this was going to be a much better offensive line. And honestly, from a run-blocking standpoint, they haven't been terrible. I mean, as far as that's concerned, I think they've been okay, especially when you don't have, you know, seven, eight guys in the box. Mm -hmm. But pass blocking has been really bad. And another part of it is they haven't found five guys that they can just stick in a ball game and just let them roll. Mm -hmm. They continue to – you know, pull guys out, move guys around. They haven't found their five guys yet, I don't think. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's probably hurt them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Chad Harrington, any idea when the last time Alabama was not ranked? It could very well happen after this weekend. I'm thinking 2007. First off, just calm down. All right, it's not going to happen after this week. But secondly, I looked it up here. So Alabama was preseason number twenty-four in the two thousand eight season, right? That was their that was mm-hmm. their preseason ranking. So yes, the correct answer would be the final poll of two thousand seven season is the last time Alabama was unranked. <clears throat> That's they lost. Uh, was that the year they lost to Louisiana Monroe? It is. They lost Mississippi. They they lost. I think their last four games of the season. And yeah, uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, also, from, simpler times. Yeah. 
Also from Chad, if you could take any one player away from any SEC school and put them on this roster, who would it be? I mean, I mean, my first thought is Jaden Daniels, obviously. I mean, yeah. I think he's the best quarterback. quarterback. You know, I mean, that's, that probably solves a lot of your issues. But the him in this I, offense would be really good. You know, I don't know who I don't know who the best left tackle in the league is either. So, um, I'm trying to think of like who point. I I'm trying to think of who it, I it would be. A, it would be Jaden Daniels. For I think me. it's Jaden Daniels. Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah. it's just, just too easy a choice. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Shows, does Will Rogers have another year of eligibility? If so, do you think he takes it? Uh, he does have another year. Robbie, I'm at the point now where I think if he does play another season, it will not be at Mississippi State. Yeah, I think he's – I mean, I'm, I imagine he's going to move on. I think he will move like on. To the, I feel like Mississippi State would move him on, which just sounds weird, but I feel like that would be the case. You think so? I think they would – I, I mean, right now him. my thought process is they're, they're very loyal to him. They are. They are, but I want to see where – I don't know if you can do another season with Will Rogers in this offense, especially if things are going to continue to go the way they, they have been. So we'll see. Uh, let's see here. Dylan asked, what is there to be hopeful about with Mississippi State football this season? The SEC as a whole is down, but it looks like we won't be able to take advantage of it. I mean, I, I got to go back to what we talked about, Robbie. State lost one game to a team that everybody thought they were going to lose to. I know they played poorly. I know they did. They look yeah. they look terrible, but they're two and one. What did you have them predicted at this point, people? If you had them three and zero, oh, and then I understand your disappointment. But if you're like the millions of the rest of us who had them two and one at this point, yeah, there's. I mean, the, the SEC is not dominant this year. State can beat almost everybody left on its schedule. I would think. We we talked about that yesterday. Yes, about how like I look at the schedule, and I don't see a single game. I mean, I'm I'm predicting State to lose to Bama. <clears throat> but the, I don't look at them and say, oh, my God, they're unbeatable. Right. You know, if State played a the best game of the year and Alabama played slightly down a little bit or what they've been playing, State yeah. could win that game. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't predict it, but it's not like it's impossible for them to beat Alabama. And then the rest of the schedule is very beatable teams. I mean, Ole Miss is the, is the second toughest team you have remaining. And that's a rivalry game against a team that you beat at their place last year with virtually the same players. So, I mean, I, I, I think we're – I think it's getting a little premature on throwing this season out and throwing Zach Arnett and everybody out. Um, but they've got to be better than what they've been the last two weeks or this this could spiral. It could go either way. It, mm-hmm. it could be State can turn the season around and have a really good season because the SEC is down. Mm-hmm. Or it could just completely snowball and they'd fall apart. Yeah, that's that's kind of what you're facing. That's why I think this week is kind of crossroads week. Yeah, this is kind of the week where you better get right because if you start to see it unravel a little bit, you lose three straight, which is what you predicted. But mm-hmm. now that it's it comes into play, I don't you know I don't know how they respond to that. Yeah, depends on what they look like. I mean, you know, we have an interview for tomorrow that. <laughs> Excuse me. You're going to hear what we talk. I talked to Brandon Marcello of 24-7 Sports, and we talk about style points. And State needs some style points this weekend against uh, South Carolina. Double A, Andy Atkinson asks us. uh, Oh, he didn't lock this. Oh, He's been spending too much time on threads. 
I tell you, he's 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 slipping. I'm gonna let let, let this one slide because Andy's a friend. Yeah, that, that's a personal benefit to knowing people here. Uh, favoritism. It, it is. It is. You know what? This is this is the world we live in. There's favoritism everywhere you go. This is a dictatorship. It's not though, because you have a say too. If you said don't do it, I would move on. But I, I don't think you're going to do that because you know Andy as well. Yeah. So we have a hundred dollars to spend the. This is one of those you got you know a budget thing. You got a hundred dollars to spend this to protect the earth from annihilation. How are you spending that money? I'll be honest with you. The idea that I'm going to have ninety dollars left over is fantastic because I'm going to save the earth and still have ninety dollars because I'm just going to spend ten bucks on Batman. Batman will save the earth. I trust him. By himself. Yeah. I feel like you're a little biased on this. Well, at worst, I'm going to have 30 bucks left because I'll just take Superman with Batman, and if there's no problem, those two can't solve. That, that's probably the answer. Mm-hmm. I imagine, I mean, Batman's going to have all the technology, mm-hmm. and, all, well, I mean, Iron Man probably would, too. Batman is... I, I would probably go Batman over Iron Man. Yeah, he, he, of course you would. Yes. But Superman's got to be in there. The problem is with Superman, if somebody's annihilating Earth, wouldn't they have the means to stop Superman with kryptonite? That's the thing. If this, if they show up with kryptonite, we're in trouble. So we need. Yeah, that's it why we need Batman. We need the tactics. It completely negates everything. Yeah. Um, but I'm probably going to go with Superman. Yeah. And just for the just for you know, the heck of it, because Andy's. Asked us to do a hundred dollars. Uh huh. Let's let's add a little something to it. So I'll go Superman and Batman, and uh-huh. then we need to go with thirty more dollars. You gonna go with Iron Man? Now we've got we've got an extra yes. couple billion dollars to spend. We got two billionaires. Yeah. That have all the technology in the world, and oh, then geez, Iron sir. Man has Iron Man has created a whole army, basically, yeah. of other. Or Iron Men, whatever. Yeah. So that's Iron probably Man. the three. Those three that those three right there could. They, they're solving any problem. The Earth. Yes, today. I agree. All right. Uh, let's see here. Next question comes to us from Steve Mormon, who asks, uh, "No point in complaining about football." Thank you, Steve. We appreciate that. Uh, so, more important questions: What's the strange thing you eat with certain foods that no one else does? For me, it's Rotel and with Golden Flake Dip style potato chips. Okay. I do like those. And then he I also have to put cane syrup on his hush puppies. That's interesting. Sweet hush puppy. I like to dip uh, uh, potato chips in gravy. I uh, my wife does that when she gets the um, French dip at yeah. Peppers. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. She yeah. gets gravy instead of au jus. Yes, and she dips the chips in there. That's I good. Me and Becky were kindred spirits. I like. Yes, that. there we go. Uh, I don't know if I have like a weird. Do you know I'm the uh, standard? You know the Kraft Philadelphia cream cream or the cheesecake filling that comes in the in the the tub. Yes. I'll eat, I eat that with a spoon. I well, I don't need anything else. Really? Yeah. That's a little weird. Okay, I'll take it. It's not cream cheese. It's cheesecake. It's cheesecake filling. It tastes like cheesecake. There's, there's no crust. That can't be healthy. Oh, no, it's not. I don't eat it all the time. I haven't eaten it in, in a long time, but I'm it's saying been a while. in the house, I will I will do that. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, you're, it's a free country. It is. I don't think I have any weird things. Yeah. 
Uh, like I said, everything's kind of like pretty will, standard for me. I like to put sometimes I'll put maple syrup and hot sauce on bacon. I mean that that to me sounds delicious. It is. It is good. Spicy sweet. There you go. All right. Uh Ricky Rickston asks us. Are the offensive troubles more scheme or personnel? It's kind of tied together, right? I feel like what mm-hmm. they want to do scheme-wise doesn't match the personnel they have, but they have the personnel if they change some things scheme-wise. Which is maddening. It is. And we, we've seen that before, and it, it never works. I don't know. Uh, come back to that one. Or I think we have another question like it, so we'll go to it later. Why does the music operator start swag surfing way too late before kickoff? So is that it needs to be earlier? Is what we're thinking? I think I they really paid attention. They, is I it, think they have that time pretty right. It's like right at kick, right? Yeah. You want it to hit like pretty close to the actual kick, right? Right. Like the like the, the exactly main beat. Yeah. That's that's kind of what they do in basketball too, right? Um, let's see here. People wrote off Leach's first season as we don't have the personnel to run the air raid. Give him time. Should we be doing the same for Arnett and Barbe? There's something to that, right? You know, state state in his first three games under Leach, they have the big win over LSU, and that's part of the reason people weren't as upset. But then they just got smoked by Arkansas and Kentucky, and I think. Obviously, COVID had some some things. You know, people were were a little more forgiving at that point. But there is something to that. But at the same time, what what it's going to be is when you hire Mike Leach, you're getting Mike Leach's offense. When they hired Kevin Barbet, it was oh he styles his offense around what he has, and you're not seeing that. Yeah. No, I agree. <clears throat> I mean, the the frustrating thing about it is, like like we said, there are players here that can run this offense effectively. Mm-hmm. It's not like he has to go out there and recruit wide receivers, recruit running backs. He's got a good running back group. He's got a good wide receiver group. They're not using them. Yeah. And uh, and and also, you know, he's got a guy like Mike Wright that can do some of the things that he wants to do. So, and but he's not using him either. And I wasn't particularly, you know, comforted by some of the things that he and Zach Arnett were saying yesterday, which at the same time, what do you expect them to say right now? I, I doubt they're going to – if they have plans for using Mike, Mike Wright, I doubt they're going to come out and say it. But it's still just kind of a little frustrating that it seems like they're they're treating him kind of like a gimmick, you know? And he's a guy that's capable of actually being a legit, you know, quarterback that can run this offense. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Boland says, if you had to rewatch one Mississippi State football loss in its entirety as fantasy football punishment with no phone or anything else to entertain you, what game are you rewatching? So, like, are you asking me to pick? So, I think what we should do is you got to pick for me and I'll pick for you. Because if you ask me to pick, I'll try to pick, like, an exciting loss. I'll pick, like... Uh, Alabama from uh, 2017 or something, and you know had some good moments. In it. What do you got? I thought we were picking for the like the loser. That's what that's what I'm saying. Is like if I get to pick for myself, I'm gonna pick a game that's not that bad to watch. So you pick a game for me, and I'll pick a game for you. Oh, okay. I'm I'm picking the uh, 08 Egg Bowl. Oh, oh. 
Okay. Yeah. You lost. You got to watch this game in its entirety. Okay. But at the end of the day, you know that Sylvester Crimson got fired afterwards, yeah, so maybe that's not the one. I mean, that's not the one. For you, I'm torn between three to two or the 97 Egg Bowl and your cousin or your in-law or whoever, Ugh. Stuart Patrick. I just want to sit there and watch you just like you're watching. Corey the- Peterson. Oh, Corey Peterson, yeah, you're just like, I know what's I know what's about to happen. Oh God, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch. I'm gonna make you sit oh, in this chair like a clockwork orange with your eyes held open, you know. No turning. Do you watching. see? Do you do you see? Exactly. I was at both of those games. Believe me, those oh, those games too. are both imprinted into my brain forever. Yeah. Another one would be, I think, um one that I would watch, I think. Mm-hmm. That I would pick for myself would be the 2010 Arkansas game. That's, that was an exciting game. It'd be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. Except for the, uh, the I, I haven't watched that game in years. I've seen some highlights of it, but I've never went back and rewatched the whole game. The other side of that 45 nothing game, you could get. Remember Alabama 2016? Ooh. One to three. I mean, just just a in broad in broad daylight. Oh. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It was like 11 a.m. or something. You know what's the best part about this punishment is we got a lot of options. A lot of oh, games. Oh, yeah, there's plenty. Oh, what <laughs> about the uh, the 83 Egg Bowl, the kick that blew back? You're going to watch that? Oh. Watch God just basically say, I don't like your team? Was that was that Dana Moore that kicked that? Artie or Cosby. was it Artie Cosby? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Covered his son a few years ago. His son oh. was a punter at East Webster and was that. incredible. Yeah. And I was shocked. Mississippi State never came after him. Huh. But I think he went to like engineering school or something, but he was the best two way punter I've ever seen. And I mean one of the best punters in the state that year. Yeah. But yeah, God, I, can you imagine that? Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good. Wait, what? It was not good. I oh. wasn't born for six more years, so I I didn't have to endure that. Oh well. All right. Then we got My dad was there though. Uh, nah, yeah. Much people who don't know how to lock their stuff, so we move on. Tanner Bowlware, what's your pan- panic level? One to ten. Seven. Yeah, it's it's up there. Yeah, I mean they weren't good. Yeah, I, I don't feel great, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not setting it at, at ten just yet. I, yeah, you know there's still a chance. No, no, there's still plenty. Yeah, plenty of football left to be played. Uh, why is boxing or why is a why is it called a boxing slash wrestling ring if it's the shape of a square? It's a squared circle. So um wrestling in I think wrestling and boxing both used to fight in a circle a long time ago. Like maybe like eighteen hundreds. And they ended up changing it to a ring with ropes. Uh, not a ring. Uh, well, it is a ring, but a squared area yeah. with ropes. Yeah. And they took that moniker, the circle, they called it a ring. And they, because it, that's what it started as is literally a ring. And they ended up calling it a squared circle. At least that's how un, I understand it. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's the. That's where it all originated. Mm-hmm. It's called a ring because it was originally a circle that they were in. I got it. And they just kept the name, and then they started calling it squared circle. Then you had TNA with the six-sided ring, the squared hexagon. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. 
Uh, we'll do one more here, and then we'll go to the break. My good friend Brian McDuff. Oh, man. Should Barrett Salih have a huge party since it looks like his prediction for state will be right for the first time in 13 years? Oh. Yes, there's one of those, like, a guy just, like, makes the same prediction every single year, and he finally is right about it. It's like brags. if you answer C on the standardized test, you got the better chance of uh, of getting them right, you know? So, Barrett will have the big party if the Braves win the World Series. That's what that's what he Barrett did. just made the Christmas tree on his Scantrons. <laughs> All right, let's move on into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. We want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. It is still grilling season. It is still cookout season, and nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. So pick up some steaks, pick up some burgers this weekend, put them on the grill. If you're home watching Mississippi State, of course you got a long day. You get out there, you know, put someone on the grill for the for late night. A brisket would be just fine. My good friend, he's not my good friend, and I've never actually met him. Don't know him at all, but I like to refer to him as my good friend Bradley Robinson on YouTube from Chud's Barbecue. Did a brisket burrito today, and I was just like, "Man, I mean, I don't know if that's worth. I don't know if it's worth twenty four hours of my time, which is what about what he put in cooking the brisket and making the tortillas and everything else." But it looked good. It looked good. So, beef. It's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends, the Mississippi Beef Council. You can always make it easy on yourself and just go to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Let them do the meat smoking for you, and it will be delicious, as he likes to say. Because it's good food. It's good people. It's a good time. This weekend, if you're looking for a place in Starkville to watch college football, you can do no wrong going to Two Brothers, grabbing some smoked wings, grabbing some tacos, and just having a good time watching Mississippi State, South Carolina. And don't forget, that is another Bulldog Initiative supporting business. Go to Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products, great service. Every business likes to promise it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have for 48 years guys it's just this simple i mean there are there are businesses that have there are other businesses that have closed that try to do the same thing that advantage business systems does why do they stay open because they take care of their customers simple as that if you need technology for your business give them a call and then if you need service call them back no 1-800 number no call centers no no out-of-state technicians mississippi people that means they can solve your problems a lot of times the same day 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue is where your next pullover or polo is going to come from. Guys, I went for a walk this morning. It was chilly. It was actually chilly outside. A little brisk in the air. It's time to start thinking about that new quarter zip for football season. Go by the Rogue and check out their collection. Great name brands, great styles, and they have the logos that you want. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the road. I'm afraid I'm 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 on the verge, Robbie, of of, of my answers becoming hangry. I haven't I haven't had lunch yet. You hungry? I'm I'm hungry, so I'm I'm hopeful that I don't I don't turn on our listeners here. I'll do the best I can. I'm a little hungry too. I'm I'm, I'm I I had breakfast at like uh, eight o'clock, so. Yeah, and I, it was a bowl of cereal. That's all I've had to eat today. Yeah, I, I had a biscuit around that time. Yeah. Will Jordan, over the past decade, the hype videos before each game or season have been some of the best in the country. Which hype video has been your favorite? I mean, I think my all-time favorite is the one after the, the – it's like the first one, the LSU 2014 one. I love that one. I go back to it now. 
Yeah. I wonder if some of those is like, you know, they're we we have a different feeling about those because of the season that it was. I mean, they yeah. were really good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. The, I feel like the you know the production and everything they do now, like the the cinematography of it is better. Mm-hmm. But something about those just hit a little differently. Yeah, I think because it was new. Yeah. So, it was and new and what you said about the uh the seasons. So I love the 2014 and 2015 Egg Bowl videos, but I couldn't watch them uh, when state after state lost those games. Like I would I yeah. watch them before. I was like, man, this is awesome. And then afterwards I was like, I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah. So I, I only watch Egg Bowl videos when state has the egg. Otherwise, I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I can't live with the pain. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh Another one doesn't not locked up. What are we doing here, guys? We were doing so good for so long. Uh, John, could the offensive struggles this year be because Will has to think? In the air raid, it's one, two, three in that order. No questions after he gets called to play. Now he's receiving a call and having to go through an actual mental process. I I, I think you're really oversimplifying the air raid if you think that he wasn't having to write, read the coverage and 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 you know make decisions. Yeah, I mean, he was still having to make decisions there too. I don't, I don't get that at all. Uh, JB Holloway, my biggest right, Mike Wright argument in regards to why we should play him more is that I don't think we've asked Rodgers to make any throws that Wright can't make himself. Do you agree we shouldn't be complacent and address this QB issue now? Well, JB, I hope you listen to uh, Tuesday's Thunder and Lightning. Robbie and I, I think we did a pretty good job explaining that. We addressed it. Yes. Uh, Josh, we already answered this first one, or at least we have. Should there have been a national search instead of giving Arnett the job? I mean, we're going to play hindsight as 2020. I mean, I I don't know what you want to say there. At the time, it it felt like the right move. Everybody was behind it, too. Everybody was behind it. Don't everybody don't be revisionist at this point. I'm sure there were, but, but that's already coming up. You know, Bracky Brett's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, all this, yeah, yeah. like, no, I know. We all agreed with it, except yeah. for the air raid people. Yes. Well, no, no, no. Even the air raid people, because at that point they didn't know that he was going to go away from the air raid. So, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Rob Hadaway. I feel like Saturday was the best attempt we have made at a stripe out, but also now that maroon is too dark a color for the stripe out to be worth the effort. Do you agree? It's interesting. They did do a good job. We hadn't talked about that. We did, I, I thought I, the west side was really good. The student section was all maroon. They did good there. Um, somebody made a good point that uh, with the band thing, they were like the band's uniforms are white, so that messes up a stripe out. But at the same time, I think that may have actually been my, his next question. Oh no, I, I'm sorry. He no, he sent me at that, that. He texted me that, but. Like, you got to, like, where's the band sitting? Okay, let's make that the student, you know, let's make that the color of wherever they are. Right. I, I thought that the stripe out, though, it, about as well as it could have, you could have hoped for. Agree. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I thought it looked good. As Fans far as did Mar- their part on Saturday. Just the, the team didn't follow through. As far as maroon being too dark a color, I mean, isn't that the point, though? You want a dark color and a, and a light color? And that, that I, I don't know. Yeah. You want to do there. I just, I am just a big fan of like having one white out and just having everybody else in maroon. Everything else is like wear maroon. Right. So, uh, 
When MSU eventually hires its next head coach, do you think they could go ahead and fire him at the introductory press conference? Seems like it would save a lot of time and effort. You got to sell high, Robbie. Congratulations, you're hired. Now you're fired. They should have fired Arnett after the bowl game. His stock was never higher. It really, it really was amazing. Like the people that turned on Zach Arnett after one game, mm-hmm. like they were ready to ride into battle with this man. And after El Capitan, one game, what happened to that? Yeah, El Capitan. This is my president. This is my my coach. All this. After one week, all right, guys, we're, who's going to be the next coach? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like there really is, like, no loyalty. Like, there's, like, the, these people just just live and die on one game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we don't have fans. Show, show fans. some loyalty to your Capitan. That's what I'm just saying. Last one from Rob. After the game Saturday, we drove down university looking for a place to eat. I realize I've never been to Ben 612. I always thought I was what? probably too old. Am I too old? You're not too old. I go to Ben 612. I'm older than you. I can't believe he's never been. Yeah, go. Go to Ben 612. The food's good there. Was it not around when he was in school? Ben, the Ben opened in the early 2000s. So he, I don't know if he was still in school, but he was in Starkville. He could have, you could go to Ben 612. Now, it was just a bar when it opened. I don't know if they had much for food, but. Their food is good. Go go eat there. You will like it. It you is. Like Their it food's too. really good. They got really good fries. They got the cheese fries. The kids will like that. So, Cameron McGee has a gr- uh, an axe to grind with us. Last week, y'all said Federer was the unquestioned goat of tennis, not Djokovic. Novak has four more Grand Slams and has the head-to-head 27-23. Novak has the most Grand Slam wins ever. Can y'all think of a time you were more wrong on a sports take? So, I got to thinking about this whole goat thing, right? Like, we just give Jordan the GOAT, right? has six titles, right? Bill Russell has 11. Yeah. You know? Maurice Richard has more Stanley Cups than Wayne Gretzky. Jack Nicholas has more majors than Tiger. But I said, Nicholas, we said Tiger was the GOAT there. So, I guess my my answer is, we were more wrong to read your question, Cameron. I, I don't remember really going all in on that take either. I, I, I said like, I felt like Federer was. The I don't best. know anything about tennis. Yeah, I'm so a huge I, fan. I, I didn't come in and say, "Oh, yeah, it's obviously fed." Like I don't understand why somebody that, and, and Steph got so upset angry. about it too. Like I don't care about tennis. We love they love the Serbians. I, I get it. I get it. Mm. Uh, Broken Fairchild, rank these opening guitar riffs. Alive by Pearl Jam, Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses, Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit, Rock You Like a Hurricane, Scorpions, Highway to Hell, ACDC. Highway to Hell is not even the best ACDC opening guitar riff. Back in Black? I was Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck? Yeah. Um, I would say Sweet Child of Mine is the correct answer for number one. Sweet Child of Mine... Um, Highway to Hell, okay. Alive, Rocky Like a Hurricane, Smells Like Teen Spirit. I'll go with it. I like it. What Sweet Child of Mine was like a warm, wasn't it like a warm up thing for Slash? I don't know the answer to that. I don't he, know. Like he he just used it. I'm I'm almost positive that it was just something that he just used just to like warm up, mm-hmm. like warm up his fingers and stuff, and it turned into a song and one of their biggest songs ever. There you go. If you were forced into a life of crime, what type of criminal would you be? A cat burglar, 
a street pharmacist, a hitman, a pimp, a con man, or other. I think I'd be a good <laughs> con man. I think I could get people to like, you know, I could be like a Ponzi scheme guy. You could do what that guy did to uh, Richard yesterday. I could do that. Yes. You could pull it off. I could, I think. I think I could. So I don't know. I don't have the I, taste for physicality to be a hitman, you know? Well, you know, I was accused of robbing a bank a couple years ago. So that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Maybe I could be a bank robber. All right. That'll work. Now we're just sort of a group of people that group of people damaged my reputation publicly. That's true. That's true. Uh, Austin Myers, this is my first state game in five years, and the game experience was the same music and entertainment they have used since Croom. Felt like a high school game. Wow. Do y'all think some changes in the near future? There, we could see some changes in the near future, and if so, what should they be? I mean, we've been talking about it that the the music and presentation of these football games it needs work. It needs work. They got to do something. You know, the the speakers are um, absolute mess. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't hear anything coming out of the speaker system, and if they turn it up really loud, it's distorted. Mm -hmm. It is. It really is kind of you know the a lot of the stuff's kind of amateur, and I'm just gonna be honest with it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm and yeah, I'm I'm sure it'll hurt some feelings, but I mean sometimes you got to hurt some feelings to to make change. You gotta me. you gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet. As we were told last year, we were making some people's jobs harder, and then all of a sudden they they changed and they did what we said do, and look what happened. Make your job easier if you just do the right things. Exactly. Simple as that. That's true. That's true about everybody at Mississippi State. You do the right thing, we'll make your job easier. We'll talk. People about just don't right like now. change here. They don't. People do not like change. They like things to be the same. That's why I think it's good. There's new blood in here. Yeah. Get some people in here that's going to realize something needs to be fixed and fix mm -hmm. it. I agree. Uh, where are we here? Ryan Nelson asked us, my good friend. How does Arnett's first three games compare to first-time head coaches Kroom and Mullen's first three games? So Kroom was one and two and had the main loss in his first three games. So I mean, he, he was already – ooh, I should have said that. Why didn't we say that, by the way, for the fantasy football thing? If you had to watch – Is that even on – is that even on camera anywhere? I bet we how how much you know what would make it worse if I just made you watch the film. Like there's no commentary. You just gotta watch three hours of that game with no commentary even. That really is a oh, do you or, see? Uh, or can you I, I've never heard it. I would love to hear Jack Crystal's commentary. Just put just overlay that over. Oh I bet he was I in left a, that game. <clears throat> when I, I left, State was winning. Friends. State was winning when I left. I walked nothing. out of the game. And I called one of my friends. I was like, you can have my season tickets. Yeah. Take them. Two weeks later, they beat Florida. Yeah. Well, not two weeks, but yeah. A couple weeks later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mullen was two and one. He lost, He beat Jackson State. They got blown out by Auburn. But that was a game where they were competitive. But they ended up, the, the score got away from them there at the end. But they had the yeah. lead, I think, in the second quarter. And then they played a, an ugly game with Vanderbilt, but they won. Yeah, fifteen to three, three or something. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you you could see the direction of the program. You could, yeah. It, with with Kroom, it was kind of like, oh boy, you know. Uh, also, from Ryan, has the extra COVID year hurt depth in college football, especially Mississippi State, since younger players haven't gotten a lot of needed snaps? That's a it's a good point. There's a, there's 
guys, you know, you're not playing your younger guys because you've got so many older guys left over. Yeah. That's, 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 that's that, not that could point. be playing a factor with a lot of SEC schools, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot of fifth, six year guys on these teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Carruth, what would Joe Lee Dunn have said to the DB room about preparing to cover neighbors? Maybe he would have just said, hey, Fred, don't let him catch the ball. He would have said, forget him. Go get the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's that's another good point. We're sitting in all 11. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, Nick Aiken asks us, what's worse? Have your current wrestling knowledge, but be the only person in the world to know what wrestling is or have to pull for Ole Miss the rest of your life? This is the most messed up. What is this question? So I know what wrestling is, but nobody else on the earth does? Then what the hell is wrestling? <laughs> like there aren't wrestlers. I'm, I'm like, it's an easy what, question in my head. I'm like, Oh, I know who Hulk Hogan is, but the rest of the world doesn't know who Hulk Hogan is, including Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is just a car salesman at this point. What is this question? <laughs> hey Hulk, did you know that you're a wrestler? Like I'll take that. Yeah. I'll, I'll walk around going, Hey, have you guys ever heard of wrestling? No. What the hell's that? And I just <laughs> slam them and they're like, Oh, that's wrestling. Sounds fun. I could be the Vince McMahon in this in this world. I could start the World Wrestling Federation. Anyway, oh, what's your boy. favorite MSU memory? That you were in Omaha. It's got to be that, right? For, for the national title. Was that what? Well, it said it asked for your favorite MSU memory, and I was like, you were in Omaha. It has to be being there for the national yes. title. Yes. <clears throat> I mean... Uh, it's got to be number one. Yeah. Um, Although at the time, you know, it just didn't really hit. Yeah. <laughs> that Mississippi State just won national championship. I think it was just, I just had so much work to do. Like, yeah. I just didn't. Yeah. 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 And then it takes a couple of days. <clears throat> For me, yeah. you know, I wasn't at the SEC championship game either. I was at the Elite Eight game that State won to go to the Final Four. That might be it for me. I enjoyed it. Number, the close number two is Women's Morgan Williams. Morgan Williams. Williams. Yeah. 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 I wasn't yeah. at that either. So. Uh, what's your go-to item to grill? I love to grill pork tenderloin and pork loin. I'm good at it. I make I make a good one. Uh, steak or or grilled chicken? Huh? your chicken is fantastic. Very barbecue, good. little barbecue chicken. It's good. Drummies. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Some drummies. Yeah. Caleb Ross. My father thinks the wide receiver screen is the worst play call ever. What do y'all consider to be the worst offensive play call? What do you think? I hate a quarterback draw. Yeah, I mean, I don't like quarterback power. Quarterback draw never works, I feel. I never like quarterback draw. You know what I don't you know what I like? Like halfback dive. My least favorite play call is when it's fourth and short and they get in the shotgun. I don't care what yes. they call at that point. Just get under center. Especially if it was like fourth and inches. Yeah, and you're going to sneak? Just get under center. Uh, after watching the game, do you think their ceiling is seven and five and the floor is five and seven? No, this, I, no it's the same. It's my ceiling is still eight and four. Yeah. And, I, and honestly, I mean, Carolina and Texas AM, two games that I predicted to be losses, they don't look good. So why am I why am I nervous about those games? True. Sure. I'm gonna watch what happens this week and then I'll I'll readjust. Trey Cobb is a first-time listener, a first-time caller, long-time listener. Thank, welcome, Trey. 
Glad to have you on with us. With the recent re- welcome to hell. Yeah, with the recent MSU resurrections of Larry Templeton and Croom era play, uniforms including, should we expect a maroon is all that matters shirt to be dropping soon? I swear on the souls of my children. If that happens, I'm done. I'm done with that. It's almost the twentieth anniversary, Brian. I swear, I swear to you, I, I I I will fight you. I'm not afraid of you. In case you're wondering. Can you imagine if they came out with like a 20th anniversary and put those back into circulation? They've almost disintegrated from Earth. Yeah, they're they're all falling apart at this point. Yeah, can you imagine if they put another like ten thousand of those out in circulation? I don't know, man. We've had some success wide receiver recruiting in this class with the addition of Bumpus to the staff. He obviously has a great relationship with the commits. How concerned are you about the inability to put an exciting offense on the field? To keep those guys in the class, I, I'm not as as concerned about it as as fans are because you know we talk about this all the time that recruits really don't get that emotional about it. Yeah, that they look at it as a terms of okay, yeah, but when I'm there next year, we're going to be rolling because that's what they're being told by coaches, and they exactly. trust the coaches exactly. That they're being told, hey. This is just the first year, you know. We got new quarterbacks, exciting guys coming in, or whatever. When you get here, things are really going to be exciting. They yeah. they don't react like fans, exactly. And I don't. It might hurt them, you know, next year or the year after that or whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't think this year is going to. Yeah, really when it becomes a trend, much. when it's every year you're not good, then yeah. yeah. But otherwise, it's not an issue. It's uh, kind of like state trying to recruit running backs in the air raid, you know? Right. Right. This is a good question here from Derek Smith. Related to the Pepsi commercials, which of these would be more likely to happen in a game if they came out of retirement today? Emmett Smith, 25 yards rushing. Jerry Rice, 50 yards receiving. Randy Moss, 50 yards receiving. Dan Marino, 75 yards passing. So Moss is the youngest in that group. He could probably still go up and if you threw him a Hail Mary, he could make a play on it. Yeah. He still looks like he could go. Yeah. Marino could probably still throw it like 50 yards. So if he could catch somebody, if you gave him protection, not like he was the most mobile guy when he was young either, but if you gave him protection and he could have time to throw, he could probably flick it out there and get a long pass. I think it's it's got to be Randy Moss. I think it's Moss. Yeah, I agree. Because em- Emmett Smith wouldn't get 10 how, yards. How I don't Moss? Think. Moss is younger than me, I think. I mean Emmett Smith, yeah. you're, you're no. talking about like Emmett Smith would have to would have to get through the first line of defense. Yeah, he, he he might get 25 yards on like 15 carries. Yeah, but yeah, you know, like Moss, just like Moss is 46, he could still go down and get the ball. I think. And also, there's going to be a lot of situations where it's one on one. Right there, you know, the defense loses him or something, so he's going to have a better opportunity. Yeah, to have so, a big play or. To, Moss Several is, catches than Emmett Smith. Moss is 46. Rice is 60. Dan Marino, he should be the oldest of this group. Marino is 62. And Emmett is 54. Yes, Moss is the correct answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tyler Nelson, as of today, what is Will Rogers' legacy? It has to be one of the most complicated in MSU football history. That's an, I agree. We could do a whole podcast on this. He is maybe the most polarizing player the state's ever had. More so than I, I, Gerald ever was. Uh, 
I think Nick Fitzgerald is because to me, Fitzgerald, I talked about this today with you guys. Mm. Fitzgerald was actually like, there was no like, there was no question that he wasn't in like a gimmicky offense or anything like that. Like, I think more people are like not on board with Will Rogers mm-hmm. than Nick Fitzgerald. Like, there, he was more split to me. Yeah. I think with I've, I've said it many times with with uh with Nick it was all about the fact that he followed Dak. Yes. Yeah. You know, people just could never let that go. So, uh, Hunter Manis, number one. Why can't we have nice things? It's because of you, Hunter. You know what you did. We uh, all know what you. We did. We all know. Last Man, summer. Uh, have you ever had smoked then fried chicken wings? If not, it'll change your life. Yeah, I have them every time I go to Two Brothers. That's what sure. they do. They smoke the wings and then they flash fry them. Yeah. Yep. So uh, this isn't a question. I just wanted to bring this guy up. Some guy whose his Twitter handle is Ungrateful Reb. Uh, it says, I use this account when I'm in a bad mood to accost the MSU fan base. So I have my tweet is, Arnett is here, and this is a quote. We have a choice now how we show up and respond. Never waste a failing. He says, Failure with the asterisk, trying to g- correct my grammar. Hey, buddy, I was there. He said failing. It's a quote. Loser. So if you got a problem with it, it's at Coach Zach Arnett. Don't, he won't don't, see it. But... Don't come to me. Jason, as I was watching the Saints play last night, I noticed Tennessee's t- 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 Blah, 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 blah. Taysom Hill came in almost every drive and gave the offense a boost. Crazy idea, right? There's something to that. Taysom Hill was the most valuable player for the Saints last night. He he had a lot of big plays. He and Olave made, made that game work. Uh, who are your Super Bowl picks? That catch by Olave was unreal. Crazy. What a crazy catch. It was fantastic. Uh, who are your Super Bowl picks? Hey, uh, the Chiefs. Have not Chiefs look right. a little wonky. They don't look right. Niners in the NFC. You know who looks good in the, in um, the NFC? The Dolphins. They do. They ha- they have the pieces. Their defense is is much better too. Yeah. Um, like Mike McDaniel's that or Mike McDaniel, I should say, has a he he's got like a little Bill Walsh, uh, uh, Mike Martz kind of genius thing going on there. Like he is an offensive Very guru kind of thing. Offensive guru is a good yeah. word. Yeah. The the Cowboys, I hate to even gas them up because they screw it up every year, but Playing well. This is this is one of the best teams they've had. Micah Parsons might be the best player in the league. Like, never mind defensive. He might just be the best player in the league. Well, you know I'm gonna disagree with that. And I'm gonna say TJ Watt. But they're both they're both very, very good. good. Very good. Um, what are our thoughts on Jade Cargill going to WWE? She'll be a superstar. Is that a thing? If that's happening. Yeah, her AW contract has expired. She was at the Performance Center. Really? Yeah. That's why um, I was just watching that before we got on, and yeah. she fought. Um, Chris Statland. Uh, Chris Statlander on yeah, it's a good match. Rampage, and she was like crying and stuff. I was wondering. Yeah. It's her last match. Yes, that was her. That was her swan song. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll they'll make her into a. They'll super make her star. into a. Star. Her versus Bianca. 
Um, and that, that's what she needs. That yes. She needed a place like that because they develop those yes. athletes yes. into superstars. Yes. AEW just pulls them in and just does whatever with when them. When you go to AEW, you, you need to already be able to wrestle. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ford Polk. Why is it called a cockpit? Donna. I guess That's, I could Google it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's, it's. I'm sure it's got. I mean, is it referring to roosters? Okay. Here we go. The title comes to us from cock, an old English term for a small boat, and swain, uh, which means servant. A cock swain is a boat servant. <laughs> Over time, this title led to the steering compartment of smaller boats where the cockswain sat, <laughs> being called a cockpit. All right. Please don't ever say that again. Say cockswain. <laughs> hey, Lois, diarrhea. That's what, that's what this is like. All right, there. They got your answer. I hope you're happy. Uh, oh, uh, who, who asked this question? Ford. Ford Polk. All right, rank these cakes. This is on Ford for doing this. It, this we're gonna have to apologize to my mother for you, Ford. No, no, that's, How dare you? I know. Rank these cakes: red velvet, German chocolate, pound cake, ice cream cake, white cake, coconut cake. We're gonna we're gonna have different rankings. I'll just go ahead and tell you. Out of this group, Red Velvet is number one for me. All right. Um, man, I've had some good pound cake lately. My mom makes some sour cream pound cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got chocolate chips in it. Oh, Ooh. so good. Um, I'm going to say Red Velvet, okay. White Cake, mm -hmm. Pound Cake, mm -hmm. Ice Cream Cake, mm -hmm. German Chocolate Cake, Coconut Cake. All right. I got no no issues with those rankings. I would eat all of those cakes, but Brian Haydad's favorite cake is German chocolate cake. Love German chocolate cake. Really, I love it. I could see that. I love coconut. I love coconut. yeah. So I'm gonna go German chocolate, ice cream cake, coconut cake, red velvet cake, white cake, pound cake. I like pound cake, but it's 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 that's number that's the last one for me. I, it always makes me laugh when I hear about pound cake because mm -hmm. it was pretty much the only thing that I ever knew that my grandmother could make. Yeah. She was a teacher and my grandfather ran a factory in Eupora for like 40 years. Mm -hmm. And he, when he would come home from work, he cooked every meal he cleaned. He he did everything at the house. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that she that I ever saw her make was pound cake. Yeah, and they would take my sisters and my girl cousins to Disney World every year. And one time, like they, my granddad was very like, like he was the he was the man. He he controlled everything. No, you're not getting this. No, you're not. Like he was very in control. Mm -hmm. About five foot two, but I mean, the man was, you really? respected him. Yeah. And they went into the convenience store and they're getting gas, like to go to the bathroom or whatever. And like, he was one of those like packing, 
packing food. Like we're not going to go eat out anywhere. We're going to eat what I bring. And so they were getting like chocolate chip cookies, bag of chips and stuff. And he was like, no, y'all put that crap down. We got pound cake in the car. So every time I, I hear pound cake, I think about that. I hear pound cake. Not, it's, it, go, it goes back to the like, no, we ain't getting McDonald's. We got food at the house. We got like, McDonald's what, at home. Exactly. I hear pound cake. I think Van Halen. So that's just me. That's pretty good. That's good. I thoroughly, one more from Ford. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to you talk about the music in the stadium. It somethings me off so much. Uh, oh, you couldn't part- say pisses? I'm trying to, to stop here. All right. The word I used earlier when I talked about the coxswain, that's the name of the thing. That's not just gratuitous <laughs> cursing, all right? We had a question, and I answered it. But I could have avoided saying that there, and then you bring it up. Juju, don't listen to him when he says it's just me doing these things on the show. Now, we play for whom the bell tolls and turn it down at the heaviest part for the band to play, then go into a freaking commercial. Make it make sense. We were talking about that the other day, Rob. They've got to let for whom the bell tolls run like yes. 15 more seconds. And then yes, we, we uh, I love the band, appreciate everything, but like that's gotta that's gotta be hidden. And then turn the, that off and just playing the fight song to me yeah. just doesn't gotta get, and I realize yeah. like that's like part of the pageantry of college football and stuff. I get it. But I just you don't I would only, rather you only that have that one here. moment to get the crowd going before the game. You gotta let yeah. it do that. And then yeah, we talked about the going into the commercial is just that they gotta fix that. That can't that can't happen. There's so many things that have to be fixed with as far as game day. Yeah. To to really get people excited. And I mean, because <clears throat> we've said it before, like it's an entertainment thing. Yeah. Exactly. And people aren't coming to to hear about, you know, the you know, the lawyer from Jackson and this guy and this like I realize that pays the bills, but there's gotta be a better way. But you can tell that guy, hey, we're gonna do this ten minutes before the game starts. Yeah. We're not gonna do it one minute before the game starts. Right. Or we can do this after the first time out in the first quarter. There are, you can tell those people we're gonna do this at this time. What are they gonna say? No, like the like the corporate sponsor thing right before the kick, right whenever you got you the crowd going. Like what? What is happening? You got to fix that. All right, uh, where are we here? Andy Losick asked. Zach Arnett said when he asked Barbe in the interview what his offense would look like, the response was, "Can't tell you that until we figure out who the best eleven players are." Is the staff still trying to figure out the best eleven, or is it something else? I think that's very much what they're doing because they keep rotating guys in and out to a, at a pace that not, that doesn't make sense. This team substitutes more than any team I've ever seen. It's like it's like they listen too much to like things that fans and we like harped I hope on. That's not the case. Good lord! But it's not like we were telling them we like, got to substitute all these players in and out. We just wanted to see more substitutions, more players playing. But now it's like they did, and I'm not taking credit for this. I'm just saying, like, everything that we talked about, like, after the Arizona game, you need to pass a little more. Well, they come out and throw it 34 times. Yeah. And they ran it 20 or what, whatever it was. So, like, there's, like, no in-between. Like, they just, like, go directly into that direction in an extreme fashion. Yeah. 
There's got to be like some in between there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Alexandra Watson asks us, do you think Zach Arnett is not having success because he is still wearing the Banner M logo on his game day shirt? I mean, that can't be helping. That can't help the situation. It's just a bad start. Yeah. When you're when you when you're walking around with that logo, you've just gotten off the wrong side of the bed. I got you. Uh, Barrett, Barrett Bruton, who corrected the way I spelled his name. Sorry about that, Barrett. Uh, Bruton. Says, what happened to keeping air raid concepts and mixing in more runs, doing no favors to Will, and over-under on how many snaps Wright takes? Barrett, what I would do is encourage you to listen to my Thursday podcast. I think Brandon Marcello does a really good job. My Our Thursday podcast. Uh, my interview with Brandon Marcello, I guess I should say. And because I think Brandon does a good job of going into that and talking about what this offense needs to be doing going forward. So we'll just, we'll just leave that question unanswered so you can listen to it on Thursday. Be a little uh, weird if Strange Brew was run by Barrett Bruton. It would be a little weird, yeah. Mangum Cafe, how many animals did humans ride before they decided that a horse was the best option? Somebody probably got on a bull and was like, nope, not that one. Yeah, let's, mommy, that one didn't work. Yeah, let's go to the next one, the horse. Uh, how do you feel about rookie quarterbacks getting the captain's patch? Who's doing that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's doing that. I mean, maybe Bryce Young is doing it for the Panthers. Who who do is the it? Panthers have that would be a good captain? Jeez. That, I mean, that might be the thing. Yeah. He's like he, one of the few leaders. Do you have a favorite? I mean, if he like my thing is always you know, if a, if a person comes in and earns everybody's respect, it doesn't matter yeah, what. Put it on there, yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite slush or limeade from Sonic? I do not. Cherry limeade and uh, strawberry slush for me. All right. Uh, Matthew Watkins says, Robbie, I heard the Sealer season was almost canceled because of Matt Canada. But TJ Watt and that defense weren't having it. How high can you rank TJ among Steeler greats? Oh, he's he's way up there. The guy has played in I think eighty nine games mm-hmm. and has already broken the sack record, which was set by James Harrison in like one hundred and seventy seven games. Yeah. So around double the games James Harrison played in. Uh, T.J. Watt has produced the same level as James Harrison, yeah, who is one of the great greatest Steeler players ever. Uh, if he if he had been healthy this whole time, if he hadn't been in and out of you know injuries, I mean, we're talking about a dude that's already considered a Hall of Fame guy. I mean, I'm, I'm like that's how good he is. Yeah, he is a. I mean, he's a game wrecker in every sense of the world. Word. He's there's not a whole lot of players like him in the league either. He can play. Mm-hmm. Defensive end, outside linebacker. I mean, he's just a he's an absolute freak. He's going to go down as probably the best defensive player ever in Pittsburgh, and that's saying something. That's some high, high, high praise when you consider he's played. Defense. As long as he don't get hurt, if he's if he don't stays relatively healthy to get that praise. Well, I mean, I, I like I like to look at individual. Like, I think that's a big part of it, for Mm -hmm. sure. But there's something to say about guys that just perform no matter whether the team wins or not. I mean... No, you're not wrong. You got to take that into consideration. He can only do his part. Yeah, no, you're right. Should I think he's up there. Should The Rock beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Here's my issue with this. 
the person who beats Reigns should be able to hold that title for a long time, right? Should get a good run as the WWE champion because they have beaten the guy who's they've beaten the Hulk Hogan of this generation, right? The guy who's held the title longer than anybody else. The Rock isn't that guy. He'll hold the belt for like a month and then he'll uh, he'll drop it at the first pay per view he can, and then he'll go back to doing whatever he does. So as much as I want to see that, I don't know how it would work. I would have him like two years. I would have him made sense. Now I think it it doesn't make sense. Well, I, I want to see them fight, but I would have I would have Reigns drop the belt to somebody else first or after. So I don't. I, I, I want that to just be a regular match. I, I don't want a title to be on the line because I I know that The Rock is not going to be a regular, so I right, don't want that. Right, right. I don't know the answer. I just want that to just be a regular match. You know, yeah. who's the head of the table type thing. Yeah. You've been acting, you know, I've, I haven't really said anything. I stayed out of this, but you've forgotten your place at the, in the order. Yeah. I'm still the I'm great still the one. Head. Yeah. Now, like, I, that's, that is definitely the story for sure. So. Yes. We'll see. Um, could you set it up where The Rock helps Jay Uso beat Reigns for the title? And so the Reigns comes after The Rock? Could. I, I, that could work. I don't know. Is it? You think it's going to be Uso instead of Cody Rhodes? I don't know. I don't know. I, do I know. think it's going to be Cody. Well, then, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Where are we here? Dog at Auburn. I admit I don't recall how the coin toss went in the first two games, but I was surprised to see us win it and opt to take the ball on Saturdays, particularly given our offensive struggles. Personal preference would be to defer. Your thoughts? I will tell you that my personal preference is to always take the ball. I really? feel like I always feel like deferring is like losing the toss. Like, just take the ball. I want to be up seven nothing. I want you chasing me the whole rest of the game. Yeah, if I felt more confident in Mississippi State's offense, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't. Like, I don't have confidence that Mississippi State's going to march right down the field. I just last have, year I, just, I, did. I, I take the ball all the time. I I, I yeah. always take the ball. It doesn't matter the situation. I guess LSU playing at home, I probably would have done defense first. Mm-hmm. Let's get the defense to like. Hopefully, the defense can get us a little um, confidence because the offense coming in, we knew that. You know, it was not good. And I think it started off good. They came out, you know, hit the 12-yard pass and then dud. Uh, And then from there, you lose your momentum. They get the ball back after halftime first. I, You know, I just – I kind of like the idea of possibly scoring towards the end of the half and then having the ball back after halftime. Because there's a a lot of teams get off to slow starts. I'm just, I'm just a uh, take the ball guy. I just, just is my opinion. Playing, playing Madden back in the day, I, I always, always took the ball first. Just, just how. Well, I the problem is this isn't a video game. It's about to be Mortal Kombat if you don't shut the hell up. You're just so vulgar today. Yeah, it's me. I'm the one doing that. Uh I'm, you know what's happening? You see it, right? I'm getting hangry. You are. I'm getting. I can hangry. tell. I'm getting hangry. All right. Uh, da, da, da. Hunter Gillen. Why, we had a lot of questions today, too. Hunter Gillen, why is it that other teams are consistently able to find open receivers downfield no matter who they play, but State has only been able to do this against FCS opponents since 2015? State just hasn't had great receivers. 
So and and when they when they you know when they have they haven't had the guys to get them the ball. Yeah. It's just it's just that's it's just that simple. So I mean, it's, it's, it's that's crazy. What, it's, that's it's just one, a Mississippi State thing. It feels like it's a complicated answer, and it just isn't. They just haven't had the guys. Can't explain it. Yeah. Uh, Sheldon Nations, have either one of us ever tried meditation? Have you ever tried meditation? No, I don't. I don't have the uh, patience for that. Yeah. Like I'm not. I don't think I have ADHD, but I can't just sit and be quiet for like an hour. Mm-mm. I just can't do that. Like I can be quiet, but I got to have other sounds. Right. Like if if you're just telling me I'm just gonna sit there and like I, I guess I could read a book even, but I got to have something going on other than me just sitting there. Reading books are difficult for me too. Yeah. Uh, Frank Dukes, former Kumite champion. Uh, what are your thoughts on AEW lately? Have they lost momentum? If so, what can they do to get it back? I feel like they have lost some, but at the same time, they still put out banger pay per views. By the way, you were wrong. You were right about something. I was wrong. Uh, Wrestle Dream is an AEW show, so we will be purchasing that. What was I right about? I said I I said I thought it was a New Japan show, and you were like I thought it was AEW. I don't remember that. It's, it's a new pay per view. Like it's they yeah. added one to the rotation. So. Right. That's what that's where uh Daniel Bryan's fighting yeah or Brian Danielson's fighting like Zach Sabre, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, think, I mean I'm not right now I'm not and you know, there's there's people that are just scoffing about us with our wrestling things, but you know care. what? I don't want to talk about Mississippi State right now. Well never mind that. Uh, the whole point of this show, the rumblings, is you ask us questions and we'll answer them. So if you want more Mississippi State talk, ask us Mississippi State questions. There you go. Nothing's stopping you from doing it. This I'll is a show for all. the people. Exactly. Frank yeah, There's a guy that was like really angry the other day about my comments about the fans or whatever. And then he just like t- threw an extra shot about we're losing listeners because of, um, and we're losing, we're going to lose sponsors and stuff because we talk wrestling. I don't yeah. know. But no, we all th- like, I'm not, I'm not like super like, excited about AEW right now like it's right. just the storylines are not great they don't know what to do with all this talent they're you know we got all these like four ways and like six man tags and right eight man like, tags they just try to get everybody on the pay-per-view yeah and it's just like it's a little like, what a, who and why then, are these people paired with each other they lost first of Hulk, all and that was a big loss they just it just feels like there there's kind of like they know they can put on great pay per views and they know the matches will be good but like they don't put anything into the storytelling. I think the the biggest thing that's going to hold them back is Tony Khan being too involved. Yeah, it, well, you, you got a guy that is never he's just a wrestling fan. It'd be like me and you going in there and booking stuff. Yeah. We don't know the first thing about booking, right? So I, I want somebody that has been in this business. It's like this the stuff on um uh the wrestlers documentary. Yeah. You got people that bought the company that don't know anything about wrestling, and Al Snow is like butting heads with them because right. he has done this his whole life. You need people like Al Snow running your company as far as the booking is concerned. Yeah. I don't Tony Khan doesn't need to be involved in every match. Right. You know, the other issue I have right now is the main storyline is this Adam Cole MJF thing, right? Yeah. Neither one of those guys are natural faces. They're both heels. 
So I'm just expecting somebody's going to turn on the other one. And when it happens, it's not overly surprising to me. It's yeah. not Shawn Michaels putting Janetti through the window. Right? I'm not shocked by it. Or I'm the shield. Exactly. I'm expecting it to happen at some point. So yeah. I, I just I don't know where they're going with that. I think MJF is a heel is the way they should have they should have gone. And I don't know. Yeah. Being said, but it, that would tonight, be a little it would, would be a grand, little, go ahead, go ahead. It would be a little surprising if he was the face. It would be. But that's because it. we're all it's like what I was talking about with the shield. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be Reigns. uh John Moxley that turned really in that situation. Yeah. Because he was kind of the loose cannon guy. Makes sense. I never I never he thought was it was never the be star Seth either. So I always thought yeah. the way they should have done that was hold on. I want to make my point real quick about AEW. As much as I complain, I'm gonna watch Grand Slam tonight. I'm gonna be locked in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um I always thought they should have turned Reigns as the heel and have him t- hit go after have have uh, Ambrose at the time be the main face because that was the most stone cold like guy they had. Yeah. And, and Rollins Anti-hero. Rollins is good enough as we've seen that he can just get himself over no matter what. So yeah. all right, enough wrestling. We won't I promise if there's any more wrestling questions we will skip Unless I don't want Or to. you could just go all in and be a heel on these people. Yeah, I could. And just say, you know what? This is our show. We're yeah. going to do whatever we want to. Rank these martial art movies villains. Chong Lee, Tong Po, John Kreese, Day Han, and Shredder. All right. Day Han has a redemption arc, though, because he comes back in Best of the Best 2 and helps out uh, Tommy and... Uh, oh, what's what's Eric Roberts' character name? I can't remember. Um. I don't know what Dayhan. I don't know who. You ever seen Best of the Best? Mm-mm. Oh man, you should watch that. It's a great movie. Is that eighties? Uh late eighties, early nineties, I think. I don't know. And what was Tong Po? He was the in Kickboxer. Okay, I never watched that one either. Oh, man, you got to watch that. I know John Kreese. I know Chong Lee and Shredder. Chong Lee is my answer here, uh, and then I'm going to go Kreese. Tong Po, Dehan, and Shredder. Shredder is just a cartoon character. What do we do? Well, it, you know, he is an actual character in the. He is. I know. I'm just saying that, but then. like, plus it was Kevin Nash. It was All right. Uh, Ryan Kennedy, the Columbus Air Force Base gives Mr. us Mr. Kennedy gives us a, a unique opportunity to have flyovers every single game. Unlike most schools, do y'all have a specific flyover that y'all remember? What was y'all's favorite from a certain game? The only thing I ever remember with those things is the the parachuter get the the parachuter who beefed it at the Alabama game in '96. Other than that, I have no recollection of one that just strikes me as. Wasn't there a flyover at like a bowl game or something where it was like really low? I don't know. And everybody was like, "Stare crap, that was low." Yeah, like it was. How how like can we forget, a little too low? We're forgetting. How can we forget Doctor Fogel song in the biplane? I mean, I, I oh yeah, that was great. Going twenty miles an hour up there in the sky <laughs> uh, with his goggles on, waving yeah. down to everybody. Think last one for you here. It's for you, Robbie Winston Kimmel. Robbie, are you more disappointed in the Steelers' offense or State's offense thus far this season? I think it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be state just because the Steelers I know are going to have playmakers on defense that can kind of make up 
for the offense being blah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if if the offense or if the defense of Mississippi State is going to be very good. I got you. So it to me would be probably Mississippi State, and you know State's got all these guys returning. They have probably the most experienced offensive group in the entire SEC, mm-hmm. and they're just not producing. I think you're right. I have to agree. I mean, it's not like the Saints' offense has been very exciting either, but at least they're two and zero. Steelers 2-0? Or are they 1-1? One one? They're 1-1. One one. They got one one. killed by the 49ers in week one. That's right. That's right. So, All right. That's all for today. Uh, we'll be back to Mississippi State Sports in bulk tomorrow. Interviews tomorrow with Brandon Marcello of 24-7 Sports and of Emily with Emily Adams, who covers South Carolina for the Greenville News. Uh, so we'll have that for you on tomorrow's show. Guys, have a great Wednesday. Robbie and I will be back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Self-high five. Talk Mississippi Media Production.